When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another solo edition of the Sports Ethos Lakers cast. I am your host for this edition, J.C. DeLeon. Thank you very much for your patience with us. Life has kind of gotten in the way of both Ethan and I's uh, regular recording, and we realize that it is now February 16th, six days since the NBA trading deadline. And in those six days, despite the fact that the Lakers made zero moves at the trading deadline, which Ethan and I kind of predicted. The Lakers, as is typical Laker fashion, are in the news quite a bit for a lot of reasons. Trades that almost happened, trades that were on the table, now they're looking at the buyout market, all those things we're going to go over here in just a little bit on this edition of the Sports Heat Those Lakers cast. But as mentioned at the top of the show, the NBA trading deadline came and went, and the Lakers didn't make any moves. Russell Westbrook is still a Laker. Taylor Horton Tucker is still a Laker. Kendrick Nunn still a Laker. DeAndre Jordan, Kent Bazemore, all still Lakers. They believe. They believe in this team. They believe in this roster. They think things are going to turn around as to what extent things can turn around at this point in the season with the Lakers currently sitting in the ninth spot with a record of 26-31. and 31. That's right. That is five games under 500. Five. Crazy. Five games under 500. There's about a two or three game cushion between Portland in the 10 spot, and but they're about three games behind the Clippers who are holding on to that eighth spot, and things are just not looking good. The Clippers made some moves before the trading deadline, trading for Norman Powell, which was going to be a really good trade for them. However, he ended up breaking a bone in his foot. Despite that injury, it was still a really good move for the Clippers. They were going to be on their way up. Minnesota is playing really well with Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, and Carl Anthony Towns playing really well. Honestly, throughout the rest of the season, there's not much hope for anything beyond the Lakers staying pat and playing for the play-in. And that's the best scenario you can really think of at this point. And once they get into the playoffs, it's really anyone's game. But if you're going to get into the playoffs and play against Phoenix again, in theory with a healthy Chris Paul, who's not going to hurt his shoulder this time. Yeah, it's, 
if the Lakers can get past a, a play-in, it's going to be a first-round exit more than likely, but we'll focus on that as we get closer to the playoffs. I'm a little off track here, but the trading deadline came and went. Lakers didn't make any trades. Seemed reasonable. Seemed reasonable up until, as things tend to come out after the trading deadline, we get more and more details about trades that might have happened. Right after Ethan and I recorded last, almost as soon as the, the episode was published, there was a rumor trade that had been talked about between the Knicks that was going to send Cam Reddish to the Lakers. Which would have been an okay move. Cam Reddish is a really good three-point shooter. Wouldn't have saved the, se the season. Really, at this point, nothing will save the season. Talked about that ad nauseum. The season is going to be what the season is. And that's that. But then you started to hear rumors about, you know, what happened with John Wall. Russell Westbrook's contract and John Wall's pretty similar. And even for even trade makes sense. The Rockets right now have somebody who's not playing. And the Lakers do have somebody while he's not playing well. It's not just that he's not playing well. He's actually playing okay. The problem is the fit. And so the Lakers, you know, could have sent somebody who is active, who is playing to Houston. Perhaps the Lakers get a better fit and Houston gets a player who's actually playing as opposed to somebody who's not. Makes sense to me. It's really similar to what happened with, with Brooklyn and Philadelphia. Brooklyn sent an unhappy James Harden to Philadelphia for Ben Simmons Philadelphia gets a player who's been playing in James Harden. Maybe he'll be a fit, maybe he won't, but at least he'll but at least he'll play. And Brooklyn gets a player in, in Ben Simmons who might be happier in a situation there in Brooklyn. And so at least he'll play more willingly than James Harden might have played. Similar situation with LA and Houston. If you trade Westbrook for Wall, why didn't it happen? Well, other rumors start to come out about that trade. Of course, one team is going to want to try and fleece the other. And Houston wanted a pick, that 2027 first round pick that five years from now the Lakers are attaching so much value to, they don't want to get rid of it. They won't get rid of that pick for anybody, it seems. There was a rumored trade and this was reported by Brian Winhurst who's as reliable as they come and who was actually providing the most reliable information on James Harden not Woj Brian Winhurst Brian Winhurst reported that there was a trade on the table that would have brought back John Wall and Christian Wood Christian Wood Christian Wood, who was one of my free agent targets the year that he signed with the Rockets, such a great player. Would have you have a front court 
with Anthony Davis and Christian Wood. Christian Wood, basically, when he was a free agent, he was drawing comparisons to Anthony Davis. So you were gonna you you could have put both of these guys together. You could have had a front court of Anthony Davis and Christian Wood playing with LeBron James. This season, Christian Wood is averaging 17.6 points, 10.2 rebounds per game, shooting 48% from the field, and most importantly, shooting 37% from the three-point line on nearly five attempts per game. I mean, my God. And he's 26 years old. Next season... If you would have brought that in and next season you're building a roster around LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Christian Wood, Malik Monk, Alex... Sorry. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Freudian slip. Austin Reeves and Taylor Horton Tucker. My goodness. What a roster for next season. Why didn't that happen if it was on the table? Well, luxury tax. The Lakers are worried about luxury tax payments, which is insane to me because if you're that worried about the luxury tax, why would you, on top of the salaries of LeBron James and Anthony Davis, bring in Russell Westbrook? The three of them alone almost make up the entire salary cap by themselves. Get rid of one of them. Get rid of the one that makes sense. Get rid of Russell Westbrook. Well, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Didn't happen. The Lakers... Maybe that deal can come to fruition in the offseason. Sometimes things like that happen. Maybe it's a lost season. They don't want to worry about luxury tax payments for the rest of this season if they can do that deal in the offseason. Maybe once the season over is over, maybe it's easier to buy out Russell Westbrook or maybe it's easier for Houston to buy out John, Rus- John Wall. For whatever reason, the Lakers decided ultimately that no move was the best move. And... You know, Trevor Lane over at LakersNation.com, you know, he's Trevor Lane over at LakersNation.com. He'll regularly say, you know, no trade is better than a bad trade. I don't 100% agree with that, especially when other reports that have come to light are now, you're now hearing that. LeBron James and Anthony Davis are not on the same page as Rob Palenka. LeBron and Anthony Davis wanted some kind of trade. Something to improve the team this season. And Rob Palenka did not acquiesce to that request. And so, if LeBron and Anthony Davis are not on the same page with Rob Palenka, that... It, it paints out a scenario that I believe I've talked about before where something's going to come to a head and Jeannie Buss, as the owner of the team, has to make a decision on where she's going to side. In my opinion, a lot of the failures start with Rob Palenka. You know, look at 
some of the teams who've had really great executive leadership. Look at Cleveland, for crying out loud. Cleveland hiring a young GM in Kobe Altman, who some people thought was too too young for the job, wasn't ready for the job. Head coach JB head coach JB Bickerstaff, too young for the role, not ready for a head coach. Lakers and Rondo over there. Rondo loves JB Bickerstaff, loves playing for him. The players love playing for him. Cleveland, really great team. And then on top of that, Kobe Altman executes a trade for Karis Levert. Teams like Cleveland are in really good shape because they know how to make really great great deals. Rob Palinka, for being a former agent, just doesn't seem to know a great deal. Christian Wood and Anthony Davis. That could have been amazing. Luxury tax. I mean, you know, luxury tax is is, is a reason cited that the Lakers didn't necessarily want to bring back Alex Caruso. And fans don't want to hear luxury tax look at the golden state warriors the golden state warriors ownership is paying crazy luxury tax and they're contenders again they're going to forever be contenders because they're willing to pay the luxury tax and genie bus isn't and that is what it is i guess so where do the lakers go from there well before we talk about where the Lakers go from there, I want to tell you about Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter. That is Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter. The single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed on earth. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides more analysis too. Again, that's at Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter. Follow them now. Where the Lakers go from here now, well, good old reliable buyout market. Before we talk about the buyout market, we just want to talk about what happens every year with the buyout market. Veterans get traded. It's known that, you know, when a veteran gets traded, so-and-so is going to get bought out by the team. They're going to go... They become a free agent. They become a rental, essentially, for a contending team trying to get a ring. The Lakers are usually a pretty reliable buyout destination. They're always in contention. It's Los Angeles, Lakers, celebrities, all that. I get it. LeBron James-led teams are often a reliable buyout destination. He always gets to the finals. Arguably the greatest player ever. I get it. I don't see any reason why this year's Los Angeles Lakers team would be a buyout destination for anyone. Except for one of the guys I'm going to talk about here in a second. But that being said, let's talk about what buyout candidates are rumored to have interest in the Los Angeles Lakers. The first one is pretty obvious. There's clutch sports ties, former teammate of LeBron James, 
It's no secret that he loves the lost city of Los Angeles and uh, some of the women in it. <laughs> Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson was traded from Sacramento to Indiana. At Indiana, he's only played three games. He didn't play very much for Sacramento, hasn't played very much for Indianapolis. Was on a pretty expensive contract. Now is considered a buyout candidate. I don't see any reason why he would go anywhere but the Los Angeles Lakers. He might be a better rebounding fit than DeAndre Jordan or Dwight Howard. He's not going to be a better rim-stopping fit than either of those two. But he's a great offensive rebounder. He's got great chemistry with LeBron. His numbers are not impressive. They never really have been. LeBron got Cleveland to way overpay for his guy because of the championship in 2016. And that's why that's what makes LeBron James a great teammate. Tristan's final year in Cleveland, without LeBron there, was his best year. 12 points a game is getting 10 rebounds a game, 4 offensive rebounds a night. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corian's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corian.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corian.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In about 30 minutes. Since that time, 
He's been in Boston. Didn't put up very impressive numbers in Boston. About eight points, about eight rebounds, 23 minutes a game. His time in Sacramento, 15 minutes a game, about six points, about five rebounds. Still gets, you know, good offensive rebounds in the limited minutes that he plays. Nothing about his numbers are, are impressive. You know, but he's a good straight-up defender, even though he doesn't get a lot of the counting statistics like blocks. He gets almost no blocks a game, which is crazy for a center. And seeing as how he's basically a member of the Kardashian family, although not necessarily anymore, I don't get into the gossip of that. But Los Angeles... Pretty sensical fit for a guy like Tristan Thompson. Although, like I said, his numbers aren't impressive. And, he, you know, it's a buyout candidate at this point. Low risk, high reward. Why not? If you could swing it. Second buyout candidate. And this one, <laughs> given how this season has gone... The Lakers almost traded for him, which is hilarious. But given everything the Lakers have gone through this season, this kind of almost makes sense. Like, why why wouldn't this happen? But Dennis Schroeder <laughs> let go this season because he wanted an $84 million contract. Turn that down. Or he wanted... Turned down an $84 million contract. Sorry, didn't want an $84 million contract. Turned it down. Signed with Boston at, I believe, the vet minimum. Played 49 games for Boston. Put up 14.4 points a game. Put up almost the same exact numbers for Boston that he did with the Lakers. 14.4 for Boston. 15.4 for the Lakers. He had more assists with the Lakers. But he also Yeah, he also played more minutes. Shot thirty three and a half percent from three for the Lakers. Actually shot thirty five percent from three in Boston. And here's the thing. So when Russell Westbrook signed and it didn't appear as though Dennis Schroeder was a great fit for the for the Laker team, even though I wasn't a hundred percent or I wasn't jazzed at all about the Russell Westbrook signing. I didn't like it, but I didn't want to come off too negative, and so I thought, well, at the very least, Russell Westbrook is gonna do the same things that Dennis Schroeder could do. He's just better at it because he's Russell Westbrook. Well, Russell Westbrook is averaging more points, more rebounds, more assists than Dennis Schroeder. Field goal percentage is abysmal. The difference in the efficiency just hurts Russell Westbrook so much. Dennis Schroeder would simply be a better point guard. 
Dennis Schroeder is shooting, you know, 43% from the field. Russell Westbrook is shooting roughly the same. But three-point percentage, Russell Westbrook is shooting 30%. Dennis Schroeder is shooting 35 Dennis Schroeder is also a much better free-throw shooter. And, I mean, to look at the salaries... Russell Westbrook is making $45 million this year. Dennis Schroeder's playing on the minimum. I mean, if you could get Dennis Schroeder and somehow maybe buy out Russell Westbrook this offseason, or I don't know. For what Russell Westbrook is putting and how much he costs, there's obviously comparisons out there that don't cost that much. And yeah, it, it'd be hilarious if Dennis Schroeder was brought back by the Lakers. It, it conjures to the mind the meme of Thanos saying, you know, you couldn't stand to look at your failure or whatever, and in the end, what did that do? Where did that bring you? Back to me. Yeah, man. The Lakers would have to do a lot of apologizing to Dennis Schroeder. I'd probably have to do a lot of apologizing to Dennis Schroeder if he came back, but... It just might work better. Third buyout candidate. I don't know why he would be linked to the Lakers. He has more ties to other teams. Miami. He's got a couple of very specific ties to people in Dallas. It's definitely not a long-term replacement for Russell Westbrook if it were to happen. But Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic, who at one point in his career, you could argue was the top five point guard in the league. He's had some really good years for Miami. 36% three-point shooter. His last fully healthy season... was the 2021 year when she averaged 13.4 points a game. Shot 43% from the field, so better from the field and better from three-point land at 37% than Russell Westbrook. Doesn't get as many rebounds, doesn't get as many assists, but is just a really great, efficient pick-and-roll point guard. Sure. If he's available and he wants to come to the Lakers, why not? But again, not not to be considered a long-term replacement for Russell Westbrook. And if he's not going to be a long-term replacement, I'm not really sure why it'd be worth the experiment. Final player that we'll talk about here is not a buyout candidate. He's actually... He's actually been out of the league for the last three years. He was suspended due to a drug suspension and recently reinstated by the league. Had some really great years in Sacramento, Memphis. Tyreek Evans. Tyreek Evans' final year in the league was 2018-2019, in which he averaged 10.2 points a game in about 20 minutes. Shot 35 36% from three, 2.4 assists, 2.9 rebounds. Pretty good shooter, pretty good point guard. 
But it's been three years since he's been in the league. You don't know what kind of shape he's in, mentally or physically. But of course, you know, he's been reinstated. He's free to sign with any team. Of course, that means the Lakers are going to be in consideration. Why wouldn't they? Certainly crazier things have happened in the last couple of months with this team. But I don't know. What do you guys think? So which of the players that we talked about today think you think might be good fits for the Lakers roster? Certainly would love to hear your thoughts. And before we quickly go through the total league picture, as I like to do, I want to tell you guys about Thrive Fantasy, which is a brand new daily fantasy partner at Sports Ethos. Thrive Fantasy. Uh, prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ETHOS when you sign up and get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to 100 bucks, plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. You can score points when your props hit. When the players hit with the most points, win a share of the nightly prize money. Check out Sports Ethos DFS team or podcast advice for winners at Thrive Fantasy. Again, that code is ethos over at thrivefantasy.com. So I'm not going to spend too much time on the playoff picture because it's pretty bleak for the Lakers. We talked about them being the ninth seed. They're pretty much stuck at the ninth seed. They're three games behind the eight, eight seed. They're two games ahead of the ten. They're roughly three or four games ahead of the 11 and being in the lottery. Lottery is a possibility for this Lakers team, but it's unlikely at this point. The West currently in order is Phoenix is just running away with this thing. They're about five games ahead of Golden State. We got two, Memphis three, Utah four. Utah has rumors of uh, tension in the locker room. So that could be interesting this summer. Dallas at 34 and 24. They made a couple of really good trades. They got rid of Kristaps Porzingis for Spencer Dinwiddie. Could be a fit thing. You don't really know how that'll that'll play out. Denver is solid at six. Minnesota surprising people at seven. Clippers at eight. Talked about the Lakers at nine. Portland 10. Pelicans, Spurs, Kings, Thunder, Houston round out the rest of the West in that order. East is interesting. So we didn't talk a lot about the the big trade of the NBA trading deadline, which was James Harden for Ben Simmons. James Harden quit on another team. He's in Philadelphia. All of a sudden, he's so happy to be in Philadelphia. He immediately is having a negative impact on that team, in my opinion. There, there was footage of him and James of Joel Embiid on the practice court arguing about whether or not James Harden's signature step back is indeed a travel. And wouldn't you know it, the first Philly game, although James Harden was on the bench, he didn't play, but the first Philly game since acquiring James Harden, Joel Embiid tries a step back, gets called for a travel. Oh, and the Sixers lost by 48 to Boston. So, really positive impact James Harden is having on that team immediately. I don't think it's going to work. James Harden in Philly. Anyway. So, Miami's... Leading the East 
and Chicago at two, Milwaukee at three, Cleveland at four, Philly at five, Boston rising like a comet in that six seed. They were in the eleven seed not too long ago. Toronto at seven, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, losers of I think twelve straight games. If there is anything. The Lakers can be Lakers fans can be thankful for this season is the implosion of that disaster in Brooklyn, and Brooklyn made that trade for Ben Simmons. Brooklyn still is the league favorite, is the is the Vegas favorite to win the title. I don't know what Vegas is smoking or doing. I can't guarantee you many things. From my point of view as a basketball fan, Lakers as a Lakers fan, as a LeBron fan, I will guarantee you Brooklyn's not winning a title this year. I don't know what they're thinking. You can find any team, if you're a betting person and you bet futures, look at any team with a positive. I'm sure Golden State has a pos- is, is positive money. If Phoenix is positive money, t- I would take Phoenix, Golden State, or Memphis over Brooklyn. To win a title. Straight up to win a title. I think it would come down to Phoenix. Golden State. Miami or Milwaukee. Really. I don't think the Bulls have it. I don't think the Bulls will stay healthy. Uh, Memphis is too young. That's it. Phoenix, Golden State. Miami, Milwaukee. One of those four is going to be your NBA champion. And I'm sure they're all plus money. So take one of those. Uh, Charlotte at 9. Atlanta at 10. Wizards 11. Knicks 12. Knicks are done. I don't know what's going to go on with this team this offseason. This is a week. This offseason is a week free agent season. Uh, there's a lot of teams who, who thought they were going to be better that were terrible. Like the Knicks. Like the Lakers. So... While this might be a boring free agent season, this free agent off season, I think it's going to be a really interesting trade season once the summer hits. But anyways, hey, quickly before we sign off, uh, I want to tell you guys uh, to use the code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping. You can also check out our pals at mybookie.ag. You can use the code HOOPBALL there. Use it on the third page. You can unlock the deposit match bonuses. MyBookie.ag, code HoopBall, Manscaped.com, code HoopBall20. And that is going to do it for me on this episode. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JCDeLeon1. You can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at EthosLakers. Follow Ethan underscore Noroff to follow him and his thoughts on the Lakers. It's... Again, we apologize for the irregular irregularity of the timing of these shows. There's just not much interesting about this Lakers team because it's almost as if with the lackadaisical effort they put in, you know, they if they don't put in the effort, it's it, it's I'm sure it's really hard for me and Ethan to put in the effort, but we're trying. We're trying just like Austin Reeves is trying. God bless Austin Reeves. 
he has been the one shining light of this Lakers season, and he's been a joy to watch. He played a fantastic game against Golden State. Check out his fourth quarter. Austin Reeves is, is a great future for this Lakers team. And with that, we are out. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.